Good evening, everybody, and thank you for joining Seeing You from a Different View, the Inside Out, as we present Matters of the Heart. I am your host, Sharice, and tonight we are going to be discussing the topic of balance, balance in life. Before I start our topics of discussion, I always like to say a quote, whether it's from somebody famous or just a quote that I saw from someone that I maybe don't know or just a quote that I like. Tonight's quote, or should I say quotes, are, I've learned that you can't have everything and do everything at the same time. And that is by uh, Oprah Winfrey. We all know who she is. And then the second quote says, balance is the key to everything. What we do, think, say, eat, feel, they all require awareness. And through this awareness, we can grow. And this is by Koi Fresco. I'm not familiar with that person. Maybe you are. But I, I love the quote. I wanted to mention it on tonight. And just leave some food for thought as we go into the topic of balance. Balance is defined as an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. The second definition is a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. And the third definition, offset or compare the value of one thing with another. So again, the third definition is to offset or compare the value of one thing to another. So as we start talking about balance in life, um, balance is the key to everything. And I think I probably chose the topic and the reason why I'll probably choose all of the topics that I choose is because I can relate to all of them in such a a personal way. Um, Finding balance in life is not always the easiest thing to do, especially when you're getting pulled in so many different directions. Um, I know for myself personally, being a mom, being a wife, being an an employee, um, you know, um, being someone that is looked at as the strong friend or the strong family member, I get pulled in so many different directions that I'm oftentimes feeling like I'm about to tilt over because I'm just like, drained (laughs) from the pull of everything else Um, and I'm not given the proper time to all of the things um, on a consistent basis if I will and so um, not having balance will have you sometimes feeling like you're going crazy Um, not having balance will sometimes make you feel like you're losing your mind not having balance will make you feel like you're losing yourself um and i'm not gonna go into uh or maybe i will depends on how the conversation flows but um i know for myself that by not creating the balance in my life that i needed i became more of everything else to everyone else and less of me to me and it caused me to start losing my identity with who I was because I was worried and focused on trying to be everything for everyone else. 
you know, trying to get my kids to their extracurricular activities, you know, trying to encourage my husband to go forth and start his business, um, you know, trying to do my job at work for my boss, oftentimes causing me to work overtime and, and work weekends and, you know, then coming home and, and spending time on the phone or in the presence of friends and family that may be going through at the time and need somebody to talk to, that need some advice to be given to them. Um, all of those things and um, not focusing on me and not, not creating a space for me to have time for me, um, you know, it caused me to start in a way losing myself you know and at one point it was just like you know what I'm already lost I'm not even going to try to start finding me I'm just going to continue to focus on the things that I'm focusing on but then when those things start to dwindle down the kids get older (laughs) you know your husband's business gets steady um you know um you isolate yourself so much because of the lack of balance in your life that the phone calls start stop coming in from others you know really needing to talk to you because you actually isolated yourself and not even realized it um that's when you start to realize like it's time for me to look at me and what's going on here and you start to realize like whoa you know like I'm in this thing way too deep And I need to start trying to find out where I left me and um, try to find out how I can get some balance in my life. So, again, we're going to be talking about balance and um, I'm just going to start. So life is like a a balancing act and we're always just a step away from a fall. We're constantly trying to move forward with our purpose to achieve our goals, all while trying to keep balance in the many areas of our lives. If any one area of our life is taking up more time than the other, that means that we are shortchanging ourselves in those other areas. This will potentially throw us off balance, and we won't be able to move forward until balance can be reestablished. We have to evenly distribute our focus to all areas of our lives. Sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do. And, you know, I just gave a quick synopsis of, (laughs) you know, why it's not always the easiest to do, but it's necessary. We have to understand first and foremost, first and foremost, excuse me, I don't know why I always stumble. Maybe it's the nervousness, but just bear with me. We're going to get this together. But at least you get to see my truth and see, you know, my little transparency and see that you don't have to have it all together to do what it is that you do. Anyway, um, I'm just going to repeat the last thing that I said. We have to understand first and foremost that no matter what. Okay, so now I'm talking so much that I am really stumbling. All right. We have to understand first and foremost that no other person can do this for us. No one can think for us. No one can breathe for us. No one can feel for us. No one can see for us. No one can experience what we're experiencing for us. No one can love for us. No one can die for us. It is up to us to balance all the different aspects of our lives. We have to make up our mind to do it though. Many like myself may wonder, well, how? What's the first step that you need to do to create balance in your life? 
Well, to be honest, I'm really not an expert on this, but I think the first step that we should actually do is that we have to look at all the different areas in our lives that we are constantly trying to manage, whether it be marriage, money, family, health, friends, spiritual growth, mental health, uh, our career, and whatever else. I think we need to look at those things. And then I think we need to ask ourselves, do we give the same focus to all of these areas? Or are we lopsided and unbalanced and in one direction? And, you know, I mentioned how lopsided I, I was and feeling like I was about to tip over. So um, here are a few steps broken into different categories that you can try to take to balance it all out. So um, I've broken down some steps and some categories. Some things I'm giving you off of my own personal opinion. Some things is, are things that I read um, and I'm just sharing with you those things. Um, but they are broken into categories. They are broken into uh, different steps. And I am going to um, tell you what those things are. So again, I'm going to ask the questions just in case we missed it. Okay. Many like myself may wonder how. What's the first step that you need to do? Again, I'm not an expert on this, but I really think the first thing that we need to do would be to stop and, and assess what we're doing and how we're doing it. We have to look at all the different areas in our lives that we are constantly trying to manage, whether it's marriage, money, family, health, friends, spiritual growth, mental growth, our career, financial growth, and or whatever else we have to um, ask ourselves do we give the same focus to all of these areas like are we spending equal amount of time on all of those things or are we lopsided and unbalanced in one direction and if we are here are a few steps broken into categories that you can try to take to balance it all out so the first category is creating a sense of balance. Number one would be to assess your life as it is now. Be honest with yourself as we really are. Like right where we are, we just need to be honest with where we are, what we're doing, how we're doing it, etc., etc. That is going to be the first step in restructuring our lives. Some questions to ask ourselves while doing our self-assessment might be, do I feel physically exhausted? Am I mentally stagnant? Am I without meaningful relationships? Am I a workaholic? Do I feel a lack of spiritual growth? Do I spend enough time with my family? Do I take enough time managing my finances? Those are some of the questions, basic questions that we need to start with just to start the assessment of our life. So if we answered yes, or if you answered yes, and I already answered yes, to any of these questions, your life is probably out of balance. So number two, you would need to make a conscious decision to become balanced, accepting your reality for what it is. So once you assess yourself, once you figure out that you are off balance, the second thing would just be admitting it. So they always say the first step to getting help is to admit that you need it. So like I said, the second step would just be 
the realization that this is where I am, this is what it is, and this is what I need to do and go forward from there. Number three, maintain a schedule. I am so bad with this, but I am trying to get better. Maintain a schedule. A good way to make sure your life is balanced is to schedule your time. A schedule can help you to balance your time in various areas that are important to you. Keeping a schedule can help you achieve your goals and create balance on how you spend your time. I have a sister. She's in the military. It's my sister in love, but I don't look at her like that. That's just my sister. And when I tell you that she is disciplined with time and strategy and the know-how to maneuver, I am envious of her because of that. I wish I can do that, but the key word is discipline. And one day I am going to do a segment on discipline and she's actually going to be my guest. She doesn't know that yet, but... Yeah, surprise, Trish, you will be my guest on that segment, and she's going to help us with discipline, giving us some strategies and some um, pointers on how to be more disciplined, because overall, all of the topics that we'll discuss, um, you know, when it all boils down to the things and to us really doing these things, is going to take discipline for us to do it. So discipline is... um, a a very very important thing and like I said at a later time we'll discuss that so anyway I don't even know where I was but we're going to just start here Uh, again if I said it already it's just going to um just be um me repeating it (laughs) a schedule can help you to balance your time in various areas that are important to you Keeping a schedule can help you achieve your goals and create balance in how you spend your time. Think about what activities you have to do, enjoy doing, and want to do. Then try ranking those activities in order of their importance to you and then assign an appropriate amount of time to each activity. So basically find the things that you want to do on your schedule or that you're set to do on your schedule prioritize it that's another thing prioritizing we'll talk about that at another time but priorities being set are important Um, priorities are almost like standards and I did a segment on standards so you might want to go back to that and 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 listen take a listen to that but um prioritize and you know by you prioritizing and, and discerning which is the one you need to focus the most on at that time or whatever the case is then you know that is going to uh, help you number four make compromises as a mother and if there are any matter of fact not me let me not just limit it to a mother as a parent (laughs) making compromises oh my goodness compromises and sacrifices that is something that you will find yourself doing the most of as a parent because once you have a child your life really is no longer your own and even in the case of getting married once you get a spouse you know you guys are trying to become one so there is going to be a lot of give and take there's going to be a lot of 50 50 there's going to be a lot of I really don't want to but for the sake of my husband or for the sake of my wife, I have to. And it's all about trying to keep 
everybody happy. <sighs> okay, you know how they say a happy wife, a happy life? Well, it's not just about the wife, but that is true. <laughs> Make compromises. We can't have it all. So compromises are needed to keep ourselves and those around us happy. It's hard balancing our own lives. But when you factor in the fact that your partner, your children, your friends, etc. We have to consider their needs along with our own. Decide on our goals and remain focused. And know that we will likely make compromises along the way. So, I mean, there's really no getting out of making compromises. You know, if you want to be fair to everybody, you're going to have to compromise in some sort of way. However, you should not compromise so much for them that, you know, you put yourself on the back burner like I did. Number five, have positive thinking. Number five, have positive thinking. I had to say that again for myself. Your thinking can decide how you perceive each day and situation. Maintain a positive approach to life and the changes that come across your path. I'll repeat that. Maintain a positive approach to life and the changes that come across your path. Reduce talking negatively to yourself, saying things like, I can't do this or no one will ever choose me. And focus on positive things about you and or your situation. Instead of expecting the worst, we, because I'm included, should find things that can go well and focus on how we can prevent bad things from happening. We should surround ourselves with supportive people to help us stay positive. Spend our free time with people who are positive and supportive and limit our time with those who are negative and critical. There's no reason for me to elaborate on that. That pretty much sums everything up within itself is self-explanatory. The next category would be keeping a balanced lifestyle. So the first category that we went over was creating a sense of balance. This category is keeping a balanced lifestyle and the first step would be have hobbies make consistent time for activities that you enjoy having a hobby is one way to feel fulfilled and create a sense of meaning in our lives make time during our work week to engage in our hobbies so that it's something to look forward to on our schedule so when we're making that schedule if we have hobbies those hobbies should be somewhere on that schedule And out of all of the other things that we have to do, we should be able to look forward to at least during our hobby uh, a few days out of the week. Having hobbies are also a great way to network with others and potentially make friends and meet people who share our same interests. If you don't have a hobby, think of things or a thing that you would like to try and then simply go in and try it. Number two. Spend time with your family and friends. It is important to make time for those that we care about. Again, it is important to make time for those that we care about. If this pandemic didn't show us anything else, it showed us that life is extremely short and we just never know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and who it's going to happen to. 
So while we have the opportunity, while we have the strength, while we have the mind, while we have the activity of our limbs, make time for those that you care about. Even when we are busy, stressed out, and or overwhelmed, make time to hang out with your friends and your family. Friendships can actually help lower stress and increase your overall sense of well-being. Number three, relax and unwind. Relaxation, or chilling as I like to call it, is a healthy outlet for stress. Practice relaxation. I was going to say practice relating, (laughs) sorry. Practice relaxing for 30 minutes each day or however long a day that you can relax. If you can relax longer than 30 minutes, then do that. But at least give yourself 30 minutes of just relaxation time. Or like I said, like I like to call it chill time. Relaxing each day can help you stabilize your moods and help you deal with stress more effectively. Instead of letting our frustrations build over time relaxation can help to cope with problems on a regular basis and encourages us to feel calm and focused so it's important to relax to get our chill on i don't know what you do to unwind some people like to sip on wine um you know it's not a bad thing you just don't overindulge in it one glass of wine is not going to hurt you it does relax you um it does you know calm you to a sense um also taking nice hot baths and maybe putting some type of uh, aromatherapy inside of the of the tub with you or taking a nice hot shower and doing the same thing lighting some candles that have a nice good smell to it putting on some soft music of your favorite artists or you know whatever it is you like to listen to um you know playing it quietly and just go to a place and just let your hair down and just relax that does such a you have no idea i mean you might because i'm sure i'm not telling you anything new right this second but just trying to stress the importance of why it's necessary for us to do it because sometimes we'll know the things to do we just won't do it um and a lot of the times why we don't do it is because we don't make time to do it because we are not balanced in life which is why i'm talking about balance right now so i don't think any topic that i talk about is going to be something that is like new information for us but um you know the fact that life happens and life is happening and we don't get a chance to really do the things that we know to do um, or, you know, we, for whatever reason, just ignore the things that we know to do. Um, you know, this is just a way of just allowing us to hear those things again, refocus on doing those things again, and um, go ahead and do them, you know, because now it's about us doing. Okay, enough of us just knowing and not doing. Now it's time for us to do it especially when a lot of us are walking around here stressed and stress um, will take you out of here it's a silent killer they said and I am not looking to go nowhere no time soon and I hope nobody else is either so take some time for yourself relax chill do whatever it is that you need to do um, just to you know let your hair down and unwind number four find meaningful employment okay now, I don't want to say this is a bit unrealistic, 
because um, it's really not, especially if you have the credentials, the experience, and um, you're in the process of looking for a job. Now, if your situation is different and you need a job and you don't have the ability to pick and choose and you, you can't be picky or you can't be choosy, I understand that. I'm not naive to everybody having a different situation. However, as much as what I'm about to say that you can do, try to do it. So number four, again, find meaningful employment. You should try to find a job that meets your needs on multiple levels. This may include, but is not limited to having fulfilling work we enjoy, contributing to or creating something meaningful at work, or having a job that meets our needs and our family needs. Think about what needs your job fulfills for you and whether you want to work there long term. If you enjoy your job, yet you don't get paid what you need or are required to often. Okay, let me start that over. Okay, this is something that I wrote down. So at this point, I am reading this. Think about what needs your job fulfills for you and whether you want to work there long term. If you enjoy your job, yet you don't get paid what you need or are required to often work overtime, consider if this job contributes to a balanced life. Keep your work life in a balance by finding enjoyment at your workplace and keeping work and other events separate. Think of all the things you want from a job and rank them in order of importance to help guide your search and decision making. So these are the ones that are looking for jobs. Focus on what you really value as well as what makes you feel excited and engaged. Then try to think of what careers might fit you based on that. Work-life balance is different for all of us. That's why it's best to find out what works best for you. Not for me, but for you. Learn how to leave work at work sometimes it's like hard for me to do learn how to leave work at work at one point I was bringing work home I had my husband helping I had my son helping I had my daughter helping all of us was in here doing my work for my job during the weekend when we were supposed to be spending family time together and I was doing that on a consistent basis and I had to get to the point where I said "Uh uh-uh no more I don't care how much they paying me it's not enough that I'm taking away from us to do this and then by the time I'm finished doing the work at home I'm just as tired as I am coming home from work during the weekday so I had to just say you know what whatever I don't get done in the work day at work guess what it will not get done I promise you don't dwell on bad work days when you leave the office don't disconnect emotionally from your family and friends based off of a dispute or from being stressed out at work. And sometimes that's hard to do. Um, I know a lot of people that come home and they're stressed out and they take it out on their family and things of that nature. And a lot of careers, a lot of jobs will cause you to be stressed. Like I could never be a police officer, ever. I appreciate them for the services they render for us. You know, without them, you know, we would be in a world of trouble for the ones that, you know, do the right thing and do their job the right way. But it has to be very stressful coming home after 
day after day after day seeing certain things and dealing with certain people at work now i named the police because that's just the drastic but there are other jobs that cause the same thing um me personally with my job i work in an office setting i work for one of the big bosses at the job um but there's this one woman at my job and i promise you she irritates me to no end and it's almost on a constant basis and I feel like I'm constantly being tested and I'm constantly being tried when I'm at work, when I'm dealing with her. And I have to constantly talk to myself and tell myself, back down, Sharice. Calm down, Sharice. Back down, Sharice. Calm down, Sharice. She's not worth it. Ignore her, Sharice. Just do your job. Ignore her, Sharice. She's a non-factor. And you know what? I had to do that throughout the day so that I don't allow that to carry over with me when I leave work because she will make me want to leave my job and go cuss somebody else out because of her <laughs> after I done cussed her out too. And that's just me being transparent and being honest. <laughs> Some days she really had me like that. A couple of days I didn't have words with her, but not nothing nearly as what I really, really want to say to her. But not gonna jump off and get into that because I can really get into that because that's a whole nother situation but the purpose of me saying what I said is just to say leave your work at work leave the bad day at the office don't bring it home when you come home let your home bring you joy let your home bring you peace let your home bring you happiness you know once you walk out of the building or out of the place where you work you know let your mind go to somewhere else and you know just go to a happy place so anyway um the reason why i'm giving so much on work is because we do spend just as much time there if not more as we do with our families so if your job feels unbalanced in your life make the necessary changes you might want to discuss adjusting your hours increasing your pay or transferring to a different department or another job altogether if this makes you anxious when you think about doing these things then you may want to work on some assertiveness training. You could do this on your own by reading books or rehearsing what you will say with a friend. Or you can work on becoming more assertive with the help of a therapist. You know, you ever been in the mirror and you be talking to yourself in the mirror, like when I see her, when I see him, this is what I'm going to say, da, 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 you know, and you talking to yourself and you amping yourself up or what you're going to do and what you're going to say, at least when we was younger, maybe not now we don't do it, but at least when we was younger, this, you know, we used to do this, at least I did anyway. Um, sometimes even as adults, <laughs> especially if we deal with not being able to be assertive and speak up for ourselves with certain things we have to practice and it's nothing wrong with that so if you got to get in the mirror and say this is what i'm gonna say to my boss and this is you know how i want this to go um do that or like i said talk to your friend and, and practice with your friend uh or you know go to somebody else that can help you whatever you need to do you know, if, if that's something that you, you're looking to go and discuss, but yet you uh, don't feel comfortable doing it. Number five, get in tune spiritually. Now, I don't know who's listening um, to this, but, um, you know, I'm not here to say what your spiritual walk should or should not be. I know for me, being in tune spiritually is one of the only things 
um, that has given me the strength to endure half of the things that I've endured. Um, you know, God is my foundation. He is my rock. He is my everything. And um, I trust him with all of me. And he is the reason why I can sit here on this podcast and talk about all of the things that I'm talking about. Um, you know, why I did not succumb to those things that I dealt with um, is because he pulled me from that place. My story is not your story. Your story is not my story. And I do not try to push religion, my religion, or anything else on anyone else. Everybody, you know, is free to do what they will. But I know that being in a spiritual place and having some sort of spiritual connection will definitely help us just in life period so whether you are religious or not spiritual growth can contribute positively to life this can include playing praying meditating spending time outside or engaging in or creating a spiritual connection of your own connect with others that share your beliefs if you're not sure how to develop spiritually you can explore different paths and find one that you can connect with well. Go visit a church, a synagogue, a mosque, a meditation center, or read spiritually oriented books. Talk to others who have a spiritual connection and ask them how it contributes to their lives. Again, I can't tell you what to do when it comes to your spiritual walk. That is something that you have to find uh, a place of your own, you know, if you're looking for that specific place. Um, but that's something that you have to do on your own. But if you are looking for a church, hit me up. And uh, if we're in the same area, I will definitely direct you to uh, a church where you can visit. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. But again, it, it's all about you. Taking care of your physical health. This is another category. The first step to taking care of your physical health would be get good sleep. It is about three o'clock in the morning and I'm still up doing a podcast. I have the biggest problem falling asleep. I go to sleep in different patterns. Sometimes I just go right out and sometimes it takes me a while and sometimes I'll never go. And that has a lot to do with anxiety and just different other things that I'm not going to get into tonight. But sleep is very, very important. Sleep is important and not getting enough of it can affect you in many ways. It can affect our productivity at work. Trust me, as many a days I done found myself nodding at my desk. I know I'm not by myself, but y'all can laugh at me if you want. It can cause irritability and mood swings and affect how sharp our minds feel. Ever feel just like out of it? Sometimes that could be from sleep, de um, being sleep deprived. If you have trouble sleeping, consider sticking to a sleep schedule. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time each night, including weekends. Sometimes that's hard to do because weekends is normally when we stay up longer. You may want to reduce your screen time. Stop looking at TV all times of the night. Stop being on your phone all times of the night. Take baths meditate and or read now i know what does help me sometimes is reading i'll read i'll start to drift off and go to sleep 
but sometimes I can put some soothing music on and that will also help me go to sleep. Make your bedroom comfortable for you and restful. Make sure your bedding, such as your mattresses and your pillows, suit your needs and are comfortable for you when you try to go to sleep at night. Number two, keep your body fit. Exercise and physical activity can help your body feel good and age well. Exercising can help you maintain a healthy weight, reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease and diabetes, strengthen bones and muscles, and improve your mental health and your mood. Motivate yourself by doing classes or activities you find fun or work out with a friend. Listen, exercising sometimes is hard. Um, but we gotta find a, uh, we gotta get our mindset to do it and do it. And if you already do it, then kudos to you. Give me some pointers because I'll start and I'll stop. I'll start and I'll stop. And again, there we go with that discipline. I need to be disciplined with continuing to stick with the regimen that I set for myself and just keep doing it. Do something uh, aerobic like running, biking, dancing, or walking briskly, depending on your ability to do so. Over time, you should also include some strength training in your routine by lifting weights or doing body weight exercises like push-ups and sit-ups. Look, I ain't there yet. (laughs) Do push-ups and sit-ups. If I was in gym class, I would get marked wrong all day long the way I look doing them. And uh, most importantly, always speak with your physician if you're starting a fitness or exercise program, especially if you're not in the best of shape, to make sure that you're healthy enough to participate always start slow and then as you start slow and you make progress then you start getting more intense more intense more intense and eventually you'll be doing stuff that you didn't even think you could do before you started and I am going to have my brother-in-law or my brother because I don't believe in the in-law stuff but I am going to have him at a later date get on um, one night and he's going to talk to us about Uh, fitness high tower fitness is his thing he has a uh, he's been in fitness for years well over 20 plus years and um, he knows what he's doing he trains athletes he trains um, you know people that just want to get themselves in shape you know um, he's trained people that are famous people that are not famous but he knows about the eating healthy he knows about the working out regimens he knows you know what is good for different body types this is something that he actually studied something he actually went to school for and something that he does on a consistent basis so at a later time I I am going to have him come and um, do a segment with us about fitness and, and just getting more in depth with that because I know a lot of us have questions about that. And in the middle of this pandemic, I know that a lot of us put on some extra pounds because there was nothing for us to do but sit around the house and eat. Now, some people were able to stay disciplined and and keep their workout regimen and watch what they ate. And you know what? Kudos to you. I wasn't one of them. So like I said, I'm going to have him come on at a later date. And even if you're doing good with it, you know, it's always good to learn more. Um, you know, we can never stop learning. So, you know, it might be some stuff you already know. Maybe you don't. But at a later date, he is going to come and he is going to talk to us and he is going to give us some pointers about physical fitness. So I'm excited about that. Number three, eat nutritious food. So I just talked about us being in the middle of this pandemic and us gaining weight. So if we're gaining weight. I know <laughs> that the 
possibility of us eating nutritious was little to none. So, um, again, I can only speak for myself. I know I was not eating as nutritious as I should. I was snacking a lot. So, um, eating nutritious food. One of my biggest challenges, having a child that plays multiple sports and and is involved in different hobbies, excuse me, was to eat healthy, especially when we were on the go. There were so many convenience foods at our disposal. (laughs) We still had to try to make an effort to eat healthy, and it was extremely hard, which caused us to succumb to eating out a lot. So when the world was back open how it was, my son did baseball, basketball, football, any ball, you name it, he was doing it. And um, my daughter was involved in some activities as well, and even my oldest son. Um, and we will always constantly be on the go, trying to get this one here, this one there, and this one there. And as we were on the go, it was not time for me to go home, cook a meal, and let them eat and um, get them on their legs. A lot of stuff was just done right after school, or I had to get one here by this time, another one here by this time, another one here somewhere an hour away. It was just impossible for us to do it all. Um, and then me go home and cook a meal for them before we start and, and, and me have a job as well. So a lot of times it was McDonald's, it was Wendy's, it was, you know, whatever was available along the way. And, you know, they don't have too many healthy food options. And when you're dealing with children, they don't want to eat the healthy food options. And I still say the salads from them places are not um, <laughs> 100% healthy. Uh, but that's just me talking. So anyway, um, you know, it's hard for them to want to eat healthy. You know, they're going to go to one of those places. They're going to want the burger and fries for the most part. And so we spent a lot of time eating those things because, again, number one, I didn't have any balance because there was a way that I probably could have adjusted my schedule to do those things, which would be meal prepping. And I am going to touch bases on that really briefly in this um, in this. um, Yeah, in this part right here. Uh, meal prepping is something that I could have did and you know the food could have been ready and we could have had a nutritious meal but not having balance and and not doing things the way you should do it causes you not to um, be able to have things set up the way that you need to so because I didn't have things set up the way I needed to we were not always eating nutritiously so I'm going to just start number three again eat nutritious foods one of my biggest challenges having a child that plays multiple sports and is involved in multiple hobbies was to eat healthy there were so many convenient food options available for us and at our disposal we still had to try to make an effort to eat healthy and it was extremely hard which causes to succumb to eating out a lot. You have to try to find time to nutritiously eat, even if it means prepping your own food while on the go. That is something that I failed at. Maybe you're better at it than me. Maybe it's something that we can just try together now. An example of a nutritious eating would be, you would have half a plate of fruits and veggies. You would incorporate your grains into your diet, such as your brown rice, your quinoa, bulgari, and oats. You would eat lean proteins such as peas, nuts, eggs, and beans. You would replace your sugary sodas and things like that with water. And if you, like me, hate drinking water, you would add some cucumbers, some fruit, some lime, some lemon for a little bit more flavor. I still don't like water even with those things in it, but it helps um, (laughs) make it a little bit more palatable for me. And if vegetables are something that you just don't really like to do, 
um, you have to find a simpler way to to do them to maybe incorporate them in something else maybe incorporate them into your pasta you know maybe if you like to make you like a topping for um, your meats or something like that maybe make you like a little salsa or something like that where you can add some veggies to that um, or some um, some fruit to that um, instead of eating salad or instead of eating your uh, your fruits in a whole way maybe you can make you smoothies to hide your vegetables to hide your fruits you know um, try to include meal planning and grocery shopping into the schedule that you make for your everyday week um, and this way you can include those things that you need throughout the week to either meal prep or to make sure you're eating nutritious foods and that was another thing you know not going grocery shopping all of the time not really having the stuff in the house to make a nutritious meal you know um, that was another reason why you know we ate on the go like that so you know um, all like I said of balance and, and trying to create balance take all of these things into consideration and start to do them so that um, it will work out for our best interest and number four and this is the last one in this category and the last one that I have overall avoid addiction automatically when you say addiction people always think addiction to drugs addiction is anything that you that you become addicted to you can even be addicted to food I know I am I love food I love to eat I've always loved to eat even at a size three four I love to eat and now at the size that I am I'm still eating and I just look I need discipline you know those that believe in prayer pray for me because I need it so avoid addiction addiction such as tobacco caffeine overeating gambling shopping excessive social media use drugs alcohol they can all take major tolls on our overall health and well-being if you have an addiction you need to seek help any addiction can cause problems with your family and friends your career in your body in your personal life and definitely in your mind even if you're not addicted to drinking too much alcohol but you do drink on a consistent basis that can still cause physical and emotional problems especially over a course of time if you have an addiction don't hesitate to seek help see a counselor or a therapist or enroll in an addiction program and that will help you and when I say something about drinking, I am the last one to say don't drink. Trust me, that is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you find yourself drinking more than normal, it doesn't necessarily have to be an addiction, but it could potentially cause physical problems and emotional problems over the course of time if you do it in excess. That's all I'm saying because I am not here to judge anybody. And trust me when I tell you, if I go out and I'm being social, I will have a drink. I don't drink excessively, not anymore. Thank God for the deliverance in that area. But I will have a drink. And that's just me being transparent. And whoever can't accept my truth, well, I really don't care because I'm always be me. But um, so that's not what I'm saying, you know. But if you notice that you have any addictions, whatever it may be that you're addicted to and I named a variety of things um try to seek some help get you some help because overall 
those things can become a problem for your mental and for your physical over a course of time and that can definitely cause problems for you with your friends and your family and your career depending upon what those addictions are so um what i want to do is just go over what i just said all in the sum total and that is basically that finding balance in life can bring a sense of fulfillment and meaning use strategies to help you gain balance and perspective in how you're every day living your life such as prioritizing your time making compromising compromises and being optimistic again finding balance in life can bring a sense of fulfillment and meaning use strategies to help you gain balance and perspective in how you're living your life such as prioritizing your time making compromises and being optimistic engage in activities that are healthy and beneficial to you and that add meaning to your life start to continue a hobby and find meaningful work take care of your body and cope with daily stress above all make time for people and activities that are meaningful to you enjoy your time with your family and friends and find meaningful ways to connect to those you love that is what we just went over tonight all in a nutshell that one paragraph and i know you're like well if that's all it took why you just didn't say that paragraph we wouldn't have to listen to this long thing i wanted to break it down i know i'm sorry but i do thank you for listening i hope you gave uh got something out of it again i'm not telling us anything new i'm just reiterating some things that maybe we've come away from doing um and in the time that we're living in right now balance and having balance is extremely hard but it is extremely necessary for us to have a productive life in all aspects of it so again i encourage you to um take heed to some of the things that were said share this with someone else that you may think need to hear it and as always if you have any feedback for me please reach out to me and give it to me and thank you so much for listening tonight god bless you until next time have a good night